Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, 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 welcome. How are you doing today? How are you doing today? Welcome to another episode of Health and Wealth. I am your host, Henry Aaron Westbrooks, and today we have a very special guest plus one. So there's actually two special guests on the call today. Good friend of mine, business partner, Rage Mello. We've worked in the sold industry for two years together, and now he's moved on into real estate development, which ties me into my next introduction, an American real estate developer, Luis Rios, who's known for building luxury estates, primarily in the Beverly Crest neighborhood of Beverly Hills, California. Having almost two decades of real estate acquisition experience, Mr. Rios transitioned from Sperry Van Ness to pursue his lifelong passion for development, establishing infill construction in 2013. With a track record of success within the luxury real estate arena, his most important asset may be his ability to see on a huge scale the potential of something as simple as a vacant lot. He handles the projects all the way from the beginning to the end. He is responsible for analyzing and financing projects and bringing in a team of associates who are going to execute the plan, known worldwide for his business acumen. Mr. Rios tends to create things that sell. His greatest strength is knowing what people want, knowing what to create, and then having the ability to get it done. His mission is to reshape and revitalize neighborhoods and cities across the country with the most prestigious and elegant properties. Wherever there are new luxury mansions to be built and new blockbuster deals to be made, you are likely to find Luis Rios. He's also got a book and you can go find it. It's titled Billionaire Land Developer. Welcome, Luis, to the show. Thank you so much for that incredible introduction. I'm really, oh, really absolutely. honored to be on here with, with both of you. This is such a great, uh, I was telling Rage, I'm, I'm pumped up. You know, I love real estate. I'm talking everything about real estate and especially if you can help others uh, learn more about it and make it simple. Uh, that's a, that's yes. a huge passion for me. Yes, man, we love it. Everyone listening is in the entrepreneur realm and everyone in the entrepreneurial realm is fairly aware of the fact that real estate is basically the number one industry to get into when it comes to wealth creation. So I'm not going to talk too much about it. Lewis, you know way more than I do. Why don't you just start off by touching on a bit about your bio? What's happened in the past, man? What's going on right now? And what's coming up for Mr. Luis Rios? And how can somebody who's interested in doing the things that you're doing get started? Absolutely. So I'll start I'll start with a bit about my background. And uh, I think that I had a lot to do with where, where I ended up today. So my, my background, um, I'm the Venezuelan. So my family's from Venezuela. And Venezuela. when I, I lived there, actually, I was born here in America. And uh, as soon as I was born, my mom was going to school. Uh, I lived with my grandparents in, uh, it's called the Barca Cimento, uh, Venezuela. And uh, at the time I didn't know, but my grandfather, he, he actually owned an office building down there. 
And um, so, you know, later in life, you know, my my mother and uh, the, you know my aunts would tell me that they owned the, he owned the building, and that's how they lived. He would collect the rents, uh, and that was you know you know as I as I grew older, they, they told me that's how that's how he did it. So I was always intrigued, you know, about that. Right. I mean, building, he was able to send my my mother to to America and study and get her uh, get her master's degree and get her green card eventually. So. You know, I, I saw I saw the positive effects that real estate had in our life. You know, from you know my grandfather wow. making that decision to to acquire real estate. So that that had a huge impact. And and then Amazing. you know that was in the back of my mind. You know, so that's kind of like the seed. You know, the unknown seed there. And and then it really all came together when my mother bought her first home in California. Um, we were going to this track. We're looking at different track homes. You know, brand new. It's you know turnkey. It's easy. And I, I was about 16 at the time, and I was talking to the to the agent because I was thinking, like, man, what am I going to do with my life? You know, um, I'm like, you know, I, I didn't really see something that you know that kind of really really like grabbed me. And okay. he was showing us around this this new track development, and I started talking to him, and he's like, I said, well, I'm like, dude, what do you do? And he's like, he's just telling me, he's like, what I I help families. Uh, find a beautiful place to live it's brand new it's, like, it's exactly what we're doing here today with you and i said so how do you get paid he's like once a family decides they want to move here and they feel this is the place for them this is you know this is either their start or their, their dream this is not um aside from my hourly you know he was getting hourly base i get a commission and you know i'm looking at this this place and there's like 30 40 50 homes there you know you start and i ask him how much are you making and you start doing the numbers you're like, wow, you know, you get to represent these beautiful homes and help families and make money. So it got my yep. real estate, you know, and, yes. and, and it also got the developer aspect there because, you know, it, it was, you know, it's a whole new complex. So fast got forward, it. when I went to get my first job, um, I, I was in the timeshare industry. I was selling, I was, a, it's called Monarch Resorts. And one of the requirements to work there was that I had to get a real estate license. You know, so so that's the first thing I did. I, I started working there and I started studying for my test. And next door to Pacific Minor Resorts happens to be Sperry Venice, commercial real estate uh, firm. And so as soon as I got my license, I you know I started seeing, I started researching this company, and they had these ads. You know, it's like you know make hundred thousand or two hundred thousand in commercial real estate. And um, I didn't know what it was, so I called them up, and they told me like, what? you know, we're 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 selling apartment buildings, we're selling commercial buildings, we're selling hotels. Says, you know, come on in, and we'll discuss more what you can do. Yeah. Okay. So that's how um, you know, just just these small connections, you know, start leading you, you know, in, in life. And I went in there, I started learning about about um, about commercial. I, I got my license, I started working Sparrow Vaness. And I was a I was focused in multifamily, so just these moves started connecting me in a whole different realm. Like I, I've never, you know, I, I never thought I would be calling upon you know owners of buildings to sell them, or, or learning how to analyze an asset. So Sperry really was um, that was really my my foundation to doing what I do today because I, I learned how to how to do acquisitions there. You know, I had a. Um, you know, you're calling upon owners of buildings that are, you know, they're pretty wealthy guys. You know, these are like the top 1% of sure. the world, some of these guys. Sure. And, and you're learning terminology and stuff about real estate that you usually don't get exposed to. 
and I and I had the fortune. I was fortunate to get exposed as a, as a young age, and and that's how you know that's how I came. This was happening at sixteen. All this was around sixteen. I'm sorry. This is all. I'm 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 still I'm taking a lot of notes and. Oh I got yeah. You written down as, this is you're that you're that young. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so from sixteen, then wow. as soon as I turn eighteen, I start getting my license, and so I'm like, I'm you're jumping right in. Okay. I'm so like, everyone listening, like, you know, that's that's it. I mean, you got to be eighteen to get into real estate, as far as I'm concerned. You got to be eighteen right? to get the license. That's right. You have to be eighteen to get the license. And I was just fortunate. Right at eighteen, I went right to a commercial real estate firm. And okay. and the the skills, you know, the skills as a developer. I mean, look, we're facing fear every day because we're calling cold. You know, we're cold. We're basically calling cold on properties. To get information about the properties, and those are the you know these are the skills that they were they were teaching me. And another thing that I didn't realize was it's not really normal for that you know for a person to call upon you know a, a high net worth individual and ask them, hey, let me sell your building or tell me more about your building or can I find you a building or can I find you an asset? Right. And and then every single call, I mean, this is back before we were really using computers. Um, they would have me write down like property owners information on three by five cards but what that did was it in it cemented in my mind property addresses unit sizes like really detailed information about properties so so it you know these little um these different experiences just each one it like helped me build my skills you know unknowingly you know you talk about these skills lewis and i love the word skills you know that's one one of the greatest words when it comes to this business and success and things of that nature. So when you say skills, can you just elaborate on, or, or give us some examples of some of those skills that you had to learn, you know, when you, when it came to making those calls, when it came to making those connections with the high network individuals, how were you able to, you know, get past the, the gatekeepers and things of that, uh, that nature? Yeah. And, and that, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy you highlighted upon that. Um, I was basically uh, like the training there. So I, I went to training for a week. So what they did was uh, the, the first skill that they, they really taught me was um, even before how to look, how to analyze it, like how to analyze a property. And then they, they, what they did was they gave me like a glossary of terms because it was literally, it's a whole new language. Uh, the, the commercial real estate. So that was the first skill is learning actually the language to be able to communicate with property owners and other inv and investors that were going to be buying these properties. So that was skill number one was just even my daily language that I was that I was that I was um, speaking. I, I had literally had to change my whole vocabulary. Um, I'll give you one big example. My when I was first my first cold calls the first thirty days, I would call a property and say. I'd say, um, Joe, um, I see you have a property at this address here in uh, San Bernardino, California. Would you be, do you want to sell your property? And, um, and they would go, um, you know, they go, well, talk to my acquisitions department. You know, that is something like, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah. what's acquisitions, you know? And, yeah. or, or disposition, well, talk to my disposition. Well, I'm so, and you know what? That's great, I'm, and I'm glad you just said that because you said the word acquisition a few times now, and, and we, I know what that is. Rage knows what that is, and a lot of people know what it is. However, if, if you enlighten those listening who are wondering or, or just want to know a deeper meaning to, you know, acquisitions and the business acquisitions or, or your definition, what would you say? Yes. Yeah, so, so, so acquisitions is, 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 uh, 
is basically buying properties. And what I meant to say earlier was disposition. So when someone wants to sell the property, oh, okay, use the word disposition to, to sell it. But see, they were, they were, every call they were using these words and, and I was lost. You know, I was, I was, I didn't know what they're talking about. So I would have to ask guys in the office. I'm like, this guy asked me to talk to the acquisitions department or dispositions department. What are they talking about? And I would have to go back to my notes from the, from the, from the class or ask, you know, a senior broker, you know, um, then they would, then they would start talking to me about the price per unit or a price per a door. When we talk about door, it could be a hotel or, a, or a, like a door of a apartment building. You know, how many, how many units are there? Or how many doors? And they had all these, these different languages. So that was the first, really first part is, is, is getting that vocabulary and knowing these terms because you'll get, you know, you, you won't even be able to communicate. They'll just hang up the phone on you. Because that's so key. I, everyone listening, like that's so key. Like knowing the terms, knowing the right words to say, having the correct diction. It's so important because the last thing you want to do is lose the floor because you don't know what to say. Like, absolutely. And you, yeah. it's so key. No, that is so key. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's huge, man. That's number one you're saying. So, you had to learn all the words. Basically, a whole new world, basically. I mean, yeah. And, 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 you know, I think that's a big step that a lot of people miss. Um, because they're, the, the vocabulary and the way that you're interacting with others, I think it has a huge impact. I mean, even subconsciously. So as you're, as you gain that, you're using it, um, then you start, you start becoming it. I mean, it's just every single, as we're talking, I mean, the words just, they just flow out, you know? And then when you're talking with someone else, you start attracting those, you start attracting that and, and you're, you start attracting those individuals through your mannerisms, your actions, your thoughts. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I believe that 100%, man. And so, I mean, let's move forward. Let's move forward. So, anyway. so, so I'm, dude, you got me hyped on the skills, man. You got me uh, hyped on the skills. So, you want to know, dude, you're, so, you're crushing it. You know what I mean? That thing was so key because through being there, I met two individuals. So, so making these calls, so I'm making these calls. And that's another thing is, is look, whether you're making cold calls or marketing online or however you're interacting with someone. At the end of the day, you, it's a one-off. You're going to be one-on-one. -on -one. So whether you're texting, you're calling, you're in person, there's there's this interaction between people. So that was something as every call went in, I got you know I was getting past the gatekeepers, and that was through the knowledge. I I, I started figuring out okay, I got to create value. That was the next thing. Like I started figuring out, I was like, Ooh. it's not going to talk to me unless I have something of value to present to them. Love the word value. So that was my key. So. I would talk to one guy and he's like, look, um, he's like, I'm not gonna give you the listing or whatever, but if you find, I will do X. I said, great, so I'd write it down. And then another guy would say this similar thing or something different, and I just start making a list. I said, okay, if this guy wants this, this guy wants this, and I just start, you start just writing it down, what would create value for this person? And then on another call, I'm like, now I would use that information. I said, look, if you're looking for a building with these features, would that be a value to you? Because I figured if one guy, you know, felt that way, maybe the next guy would. And then you hit him with a value proposition. Exactly, exactly. And and then that guy opens up. He's like, you know what? He's like, you know, that's pretty close to what I'm looking at, but I would prefer it if it was this value proposition. 
and then and then you start now you start getting deeper with guys. So so but through those calls, then 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 I still didn't know if all this stuff was real, you know. I, and at this point, I didn't even know development was an option, right? Because I'm being taught, you know, how to buy, how to how to broker deals, and and, and but no one really told me about development until until I got one of these calls one day with with uh, with uh, with a guy that owned a lot of apartment buildings. And this guy, you guys can look him up. I mean, his. Uh, you know he's pretty uh, a low key guy. Low key guy. His name's Andrew Hanna. The company's uh, Global Premier Development. They're in Irvine. Very low key, and they specialize in low income housing. Now they were building apartment buildings. But he basically got on the phone, and, and for whatever reason, we clicked. You know, he's very young at the time, uh, just a few years older than I was. But he was having massive success. Just, he was using already building. He's like, hey, Luis. Why don't you help me find some land? I said, dude, I don't know what what land is. You know, I don't know how that works. Is I'll teach you. So through some conversations, like, look, as you're looking for, as you're looking for these things, and you're connecting with guys, if you find this, give me a call. And then he started teaching me, wait, land. And I said, and I said, tell me more about this. He's like, well, I build. And and then through our conversations, I started learning. I'm like. I'm like, wow. So I was like, you're taking this piece of land and you're building a building on an apartment building on it. And then you're, you're reselling it or refinancing it. So it started blowing my mind. I'm like, instead of me trying to broker a deal, I can create the value in the, in the property. And that, that totally changed my mind about, about how I was viewing everything. Because instead of all my mind was focused before was just broker a deal. And then when this, when I ran into Andrew, he's like, he's like, you don't need a bro. He's like, I don't broker deals. He says, I create the deals. I create the value. And that's where, that's where just, I'm like, that's, that's what I want to do. You know? Well, Louis, okay. <clears throat> Can I stop you for a second? So <clears throat> amazing. So much value already provided through this. Go ahead and drop a comment. If you guys are getting value from this, make sure you are paying attention, taking notes because Really, this is just the tip of the iceberg, and we got Lewis on the line, and this is super special, so we're not going to waste any time. Lewis, we're talking about building skills. We're talking about how to build value, and now we're, we're coming to this consideration where it's almost like, you know, how did you how did you know that, you know, brokers wasn't, wasn't for you, man? You, you wanted to do development. And, and before you answer that, though, it's like, do you want to tell us – in, in a nutshell, you know, what it means to broker a deal and then what it means to develop a deal. I mean, Absolutely. In, in layman's terms. Absolutely. So when I say broker a deal, you're basically, um, you're going to someone either that wants to sell their property. So say, say, say you, you, own, you own a property, Henry, and it's, uh, let's say it's a 20 unit apartment building and you, and you're, you, you want it, you want to sell it. So I would come to you and say, Henry, what do you, you know, do you have a property you want to buy? Do you want to sell? And you're like, you know what? I have this building. I want to sell it. And then what I would do is then I would say, okay, Henry, I'm going to find that buyer. And if I can put, if I can, if I can get the price that you're looking for and he's willing to pay that price, I just broker the deal. So cool. yeah, just like a normal, instead of, instead of selling a house to a person, you're selling a building. Same, same okay. thing. Awesome. Awesome. And now, then with the development, you pretty much covered it, you know, acquiring the land, building the apartment, financing it. So that's pretty much the development. However, you know, is there anything else you, think, anything else you wanted to add to it? Because yeah, so, so with the development side, what, yeah. really, what really um, blew my mind was that 
and try to put two parties together. So in, in this case, okay. in this case, I just basically, in this case, you just find either an existing property or, or a vacant piece of land. It could be, you know, any, any, any asset. And then you, with your skills and knowledge, you say, okay, I can take this piece and I can create value there. That would be either you give it a facelift, like you put some paint and carpet, you can take a single story house and then you put 50 homes on this piece of land. Um, maybe you put a strip center, but you're taking something of lesser value and you're creating a higher, the highest, higher value or the highest purpose for that piece of property. And, and, and when you do that, and when you wow. do that to the property, you created, you basically So, so and that's and that was the difference where instead of me trying to put parties together, this is like I fell in love with the with the process of actually wow, I can use all my skills and the better that I get, the the more opportunities I can create um, with, with the knowledge that I'm gaining. Okay, so and, when you and talk that's about the finding like about these it. deals and you, you know, but I'm sure people are listening, like, yeah, you know, I have been wondering how to do this, you know. Hey, how, sounds good and you know, we, we get the idea. It's just like, man, how the heck do I find a vacant lot? Or how the heck do I find something of lesser value to then develop, right? Where, I mean, do you have any secrets to that? Is it? Absolutely. Yeah, so, so and, I'll, and I'll tell you how, so how it came about was I actually met someone locally and, uh, you know, I want to give a shout out to him, his Tony Diaz, he's in Upland, California, his company is, uh, he has two, two websites, one's Investnotic and the other one's flipwork.com. So this gentleman, um, so after I met Andrew, I met this gentleman and he basically was building, he was, he was, uh, when I first met him, he was building 20 homes in Big Bear. And he literally is like, he's like, I, we, we sat down. He's like, Luis, you know, I know that you want to do this. Let me show you what I'm doing. So he would take um, these big track, vacant pieces of land with a small home on it. So let's say like 10 acres. And then he would go to the homeowner and say, homeowner, if I can, if I can borrow money against your property, build, you know, instead of you have one house right now, I put 50 houses. And then I will, you know, I'll give you X amount of money. I'll make you a millionaire or, you know, depending on how big the project is, I'll, I'll pay off your home. I'll give you, you know, 10% of all the homes or, or 10% of the profit to do a profit share with them. He says, would you allow me to do that? And, and that's, and, and he found, you know, he, I think he did about seven of those in the Inland Empire. And, and that's where, that's where I learned that, that I could do it because before then it says, okay, I want to do this, but I had no idea how how to get the money how would he borrow the money and, and how to how to even start but when i met tony tony actually walked me through the process of how to acquire the properties and and basically what he told me is this says you need to find you need, you have to pick a niche so so whether you know if you're gonna let's say it's new development we're gonna just do development like here so we have to find a vacant piece of property and then you i have the formula too in my book so we, we find a piece of land and then let's say that the piece of land, you could build a house. So then we, we do the, the numbers for the, we do the, we ask a contractor, how much would it cost to build um, a 5,000 square foot house on this piece of land? So we, we take the land cost, 
we add it to the construction cost, and then we ask a realtor or an appraiser, say, what would the, val the future value of this property be? And the and once we have we take the construction cost and the land cost and we subtract it from that future value, the larger mm -hmm. that gap is, yeah, then you know the more potential of a deal that we have. And that's that's really it. And and you have and when you said about finding deals, you have to look at everything. That's basically what I what I found. So you narrow it down. So let's say we're looking to build homes. So then we would go, let's say we're looking at Rancho Cucamonga, for example, or, or Los Angeles. We li I literally we take every single piece of land on the market and we start looking at every single one and, and just running numbers on every single one. What are you looking because for? Because we don't know where we're going to find the goal. Well, you know, yeah. what, okay. what, we don't, yeah, we don't know until we start digging okay. into it. And you can't. You can't really well, buy so, so Lewis, you what are you what are you on. looking for? What you gotta, is Lewis you gotta check every single one particularly looking for? Like in you know what I mean? So yeah. yeah. Okay, so what I look for now, so 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 when I was um uh when I was when I'm looking for, for deals, I have to since I'm doing what's called um uh asset based uh lending and, and, and I go about more in the book. So depending on how you're acquiring the deals also depends on what you're looking for. So what I'm doing right now is something that really anyone can duplicate. And 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 the reason why it's duplicatable because I'm I'm coming in and I'm doing it with little to no money. That's that's what I'm, I'm teaching in my book. You know, that's that's the premise of the book because a lot of these um a lot of these different systems of acquiring real estate and these different things require you that's to right, have that's right. um, either a lot of uh, a lot of money, knowledge, and connections. You know, and you're a land developer. Go get the book. By yeah, the way, and we all start off I'm with always, none of that. I'm always you know? looking for new. We books. start off with none of that. So once again, if you haven't already done the research, if you haven't already added it to your shopping cart, like please go do yourself a favor, get the book, billionaire land developer. We can just find, we can, what's that? It's on Amazon. So, I mean, boom, there you go. It, doesn't, it's an, it, can't, it doesn't get any it's on Amazon. It's, it's on Amazon. Right now yeah. to pick up that book and start learning how to do what Lewis is doing. Man, I love this. I wrote down a formula, land plus construction equals, well, you got to include the, with the realtor and the appraisal. Basically, you know, the future value, right? And then what, what we're wondering is, since, you know, you're, you seem to be the king of this stuff, man, how do we determine the highest value for a certain specific area. Like, how do you know? Well, that's a great question. And and I always look, you gotta look at when you're doing this stuff, very simple. So you gotta you gotta take everything very, very, very simple. So um, we, we just we just do the math. So we, we take the land, we how do you determine the future value? We ask the experts, right? Because I'm gonna I'm gonna always assume I don't know. That's the, that's the way I go for it. I said, you know what? I don't, if I'm always assuming I don't know and I have to get the information, I'm gonna go seek an expert. So what I do is I actually go and just call um, uh, the best agents I can call around. So for example, on the property that we did here in Beverly Hills, I just, I literally just pick up the phone and I, I went online and I started seeing all these, you know, you'd like these guys a million dollar listing. So I just called them up, you know, I just, I just found, you know, their number. You know, we, we called the Altman brothers, we called Vlad, uh, we called the, the other gentleman in uh, Malibu, I called uh, 
Aaron Kierman, there's there's Jade Mills. I mean, there's so many of these big players in, in Los Angeles. I just called them up and I said, hey, uh, I'm, I'm working on this. Can you give me your opinion? And that's what you have to do. Just let the experts do it for you. And don't be do afraid they help you determine, to call sorry, do they help you determine, the best, though, the the best in that for that product type. So if you're looking... Or do you go at that with an idea and then... Oh, absolutely. And, and absolutely. They, they, they definitely... Oh yeah, yeah. They're very helpful because true. also you got to remember they're there to their their job is to to sell properties and to help you. So they don't know they're they're actually they're they'll be willing to help you, and and a lot of them um, and you want to go to the best because they're the best for the reason and not that another person's not not right or anything else. And you also want to use the listing agent. So if someone has it listed, they're gonna they also want to help you to buy the property. So you want to take the listing agent, but you also want to have another few other opinions of value, not just them. But but don't be afraid to call the best. You know, it it doesn't matter where you're starting in life. Don't be afraid to call for help. And especially the top of the food chain, just call them up, email them. I mean, the worst they could tell you is no, you know, but, but if you do make that connection, most likely you're willing to help, especially in real estate, because it's such a key business. In ways that are very creative at that and it's uh, definitely a way to add value to people whether it's doing like you said a profit share or whatever and uh i think that what you're doing is helping uh, the real estate world like i mean because here's the deal man you're adding not only are you adding value to the marketplace you're, you're, you're putting out books at least i do plan on putting another book out you got a book already Oh, well, yeah. So, so let me, let me, I'll, 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 um, so with this book, let me tell you a little bit more about it and actually goes into how, how this stuff works. The book is really based upon how I did this deal in Beverly Hills with, with no money, literally no money. Yeah. So, so, so I did everything in the book is the exact formula. So, so what happened is, um, you know, after the back in 2012, 2011, the the market started coming back. So we had that big, you know, 2008, the market shifted. Yeah, end of the world. And 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 people, now don't get me that, wrong, there was that, guys out there making the money because there were right short away. sales and there's these other other ways to make money. Absolutely affected the market, you know. It, and, and also there was no banks lending for construction. That was another thing because since, every, since all the financial system was array um, in the lending side, even if you wanted to build, you know, I'm sure there's, there was companies building, but the demand wasn't there or they weren't funding, they weren't lending money. So, you you know, a lot of guys would have to use more of their, their money. So a guy like me with no money, he's definitely not getting any financing during that time. So, so in 2012, um, 2011, 2012, everything started shifting. And then I saw an opportunity in the marketplace and said, wow, I started seeing guys rehabbing homes again. Here in, the, here in West Side LA, you know, there was streets where they were making these cookie cutter, you know, these cookie cutter homes. And I was like, okay, it's, it's time. It's time to use all the knowledge of game and let's go back in. And so from ideas, you know, remember that model that, hey, if I find a piece of land and I can do a higher use, and I can do a higher use on this, then then I can, I, someone will lend me money against this property because I'm going to convert it into something, something more than it is. And that's, and so what I started doing is I started looking at 
Um, and, you know, and then I started, you know, just using my common sense. I said, if I go to a lender, they're more likely to lend me money on Beverly Hills. If I bring a property in Beverly Hills or Newport Coast. So I just started targeting the, big, the, the nicest areas in California. That's where I started looking. That's my strategy. Because when I go to a lender, it piques their interest because I tried the other way too. Got it. Wow. I tried, I tried, I tried the other way where I would, you know, I would be, I'd be calling lenders up with any type of property and they're like, yeah, we don't like that. Yeah, we don't like that. Yeah. And, and I started small, right? Because, you know, I was thinking, I'm like, wow, it should be easy for me to get a few hundred thousand, right? Or it should be easy for me to do a, a $500,000 house. And what I found was that they would just laugh at me. You know, they're like, like, dude, I'm not going to make wow. any money by giving you a $200,000. Wow. You know? And I'm like, this is crazy. You know? And then, and then I would go bigger. I said, okay, will you give me 500 or will you give me this? And then it pushed me to the point. I'm like, there's gotta be a number where it's going to intrigue these guys. So when I started looking at these bigger products, I said, you know what? I have nothing to lose. So I started just going bigger. And, and that's, and that's when the magic happened. I went to the lender. I'm like, Hey, I have this property in Beverly Hills. Um, you know, we're looking at a hundred percent cash on cash. Basically for every dollar we put in, we're going to make $2. And when you start having the right numbers of when you, when you have, when you have a huge amount of potential profit, everyone wants to talk to you now. And that's, and that's what I, and that's just going, just putting on, looking at land and doing numbers all the time. So then, and then they said, yes, they said, we'll give you money. That's where everything changed. So, so what, what my strategy is now is looking at areas that people find, feel that it's a very high value and it's a low risk, right? So if I tell you, Hey, would you put, uh, you know, will you put a million dollars in, in Beverly Hills somewhere, you know, you're not going to lose your money almost like, you know, just, you know, you don't have to think about it. Yeah, I'll give you money for that. You know, but if I tell you, Hey, Let's put a million dollars in desert in Nevada. That would be low value, high that. risk. As so opposed to what we're looking for, apparently, which is high value, exactly. low risk. So, low risk. And that you summed it up perfectly. So that's all I, you know, just, just you know, uh, unconscious here. For, you know, that's basically what, what through, my, through getting all these no's, that's what happened. I'm like, okay, I have to find you know, low risk, high value. And that's if in the single family um, space, in the luxury space, it's, it's Beverly Hills, Bel Air, Brentwood, these beautiful areas. And the bigger, the bigger I would go, the, the, the more interest I would get. And, and then at that point, basically, I called thousands of lenders. So, you know, you, you put the work in. So you, you just keep getting these notes because I knew, and, and the only reason that, that, that I had the confidence to actually make these calls and actually try to do this was because uh, my friend Tony and, and the other gentleman too, Andrew, I seen them do the deals. So it wasn't like I actually had firsthand experience of someone actually doing a type of deal like this with none of their own money. If it wasn't for that, I wouldn't even think it's possible. It's like, it's like when someone ran the four minute mile, this was the same thing. I saw the person, I saw them run mm. that four minute mile and buy so, that property. It wasn't a matter no of if, it was just when. Big deals, you know? It's when, exactly. And, and it happened. And, you know, we were going, 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 going. When I found the lender and um, the lender, the lender gave us all the money. You know, 100% financing for, for you know, a, a $11 million uh, new construction. It's unheard of. 
So, and, and that formula is you can duplicate that anywhere. You know, it's just basically called asset-based lending. So it just comes down to, to once you, once you analyze the property and, and my formula is in the book, but basically you have to provide that high value and the formula uses a hundred percent, you know, cash on cash. You, you try to find a property that gives you as much, um, you know, if you put it for every dollar, you're getting $2. In this case, this property, when we started was about, about that range, right? Now, I think we're, we're about for every dollar we put in, we're getting a dollar 80 back. No brainer. So any lender, exactly. you know, it's, it's, so, it's a, it's a no brainer. Yeah. They'll give you the money. No brainer. Now the trick is convincing them to give you the money, right? So well, is that a sales that's game? another, is that, yeah, like, you is guys that just got to find the right guy that understands it. Like you got to do numbers. What is it? Yeah. It, it, it's a co combination, right? Um, at the end of the day, it's all numbers, but also they are betting on a jockey, and actually, you know, cool. they're betting on, on you that you're actually going to fulfill. Um, that you're actually going to do it because you still got to build the place and wow. you got to sell it. I mean, you yeah. built the track and, and the other record. Thing now, is, this is the, more this is the more part that's you. Most, like, you don't have to make thousands uh, of calls now, right? You're still, you're still doing tons of work. I still, well, you still do the work. No, you always got to do the work. Uh, it's, you still got to do the work because the, the thing beginning. is, every project is a new business, right? But but it's a new whole new beginning and yeah. even if you like even if you made thousands of businesses before yeah, that's, they still I, want to I, say I like okay that. what are you doing today right but now you have something to show you know you have like these trophies on the wall you're like well look i built you know i have i've done this and that and you know you can call this gentleman up so you now you have some sure, sure. Um, you, know, so you have some ammunition in your pocket so you're not coming you know you're coming to that exactly and you have you have some reference points so in, in those, and, and that can come in many forms, right? From real estate agents you work with, you know, from people that can vouch from you, um, just people that have had firsthand experiences, maybe even just negotiating or you're doing like making offers on their properties. Um, you get a lot of that where we've made so many offers that, that some of these guys said, like one guy will talk to another agent or another property owner and they know us. Mm -hmm. They're like, okay, he's made these offers. We talked to them. Like, well, that's maybe they don't know us 100%, you know, but, you know, we've had an interaction. Space? Like, you know, like you got a lot of clout. Do you need to have clout? Are there any heavy hitters? You know, like, especially here in California, for example, it's where you are, right? So, I mean. That's right. So, we, we actually, um, right now, so where it evolved to is, um, so what's going on, and, and there's a lot of interesting stuff going on in the market right now. And this is what, well, this is my take on it. So I'm dealing in the high, high end luxury space where we're talking about anywhere from, from 10 million to $100 million homes, right? Which is a huge, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a niche, but once you get over 10 million, these, there's so only so, you know, it's, there's pockets of neighborhoods that only can go so high. And we're talking about, you know, the top, top By the way, can you drop any knowledge on who these people are? Um, <laughs> so this is, this, you're talking about the homes or the or the or the or the foreigners or the billionaires wow it's it's a mix of all of them actually you have you have a lot of um you have a lot of individuals coming from overseas you know so you have them from all countries china the middle east um you also India. you have a lot of now coming from that from that from those countries and then here locally if you look in california we have so many 
different industries. You have a lot of guys, you know, a lot of guys in, oh, in, the, in the entertainment industry too. So, but it, it, a lot of it is, is a lot of them of you that are purchasing. I mean, these homes you got some skin in the game, and, and, and people are trying to do deals, and they've heard of you. So you know, you're, you're ringing your name is ringing bells, and but does it ever happen where oh, someone like reaches out to bells, you? You know, where they're like, um, hey, dude, now, I have this idea. Can you help us? It happened. Together? It happened recently, actually. So we have an agent that called us. Expand on that, um, Rach. I made an offer on a property about a month ago, and the numbers didn't work out for that property. But then the same agent called us again this week for another property because he thought of us. We're, we're getting some people are starting to call us again. Wow. So we're getting that feedback. And another thing too is um, right now in the, in the real estate space, I mean, it's kind of, um, um, you know, we're getting like mixed feelings too here in Los Angeles where um, for the single family homes, a lot of people feel that maybe it's plateaued, maybe there's going to be a turn, you know, just in general. And we've seen some big players like getting out of actually the developing these, these luxury homes. And for me, you know, for me, I'm like, wow, you know, more opportunity. Yeah, like you were saying, like, you know, the other heavy hitters around here. So, so, so a lot of these, some of these guys have pulled out uh, of the market. And for me, I'm like, and great. Now, now, just, now there's more on the table for us. Um, that's right. That's infill construction, right? And, and our niche really is, um, is, is finding these, because you have to have an edge, right? So, so you know you have to have you have to find an edge in, in the marketplace and and i and i feel our edge is being able to look at these these really high-end homes um anything over 10 like a 10 million dollar resale and finding a way to finance it and, and develop it in conjunction with the owners because there's you know when you're when you're building these when you're building this home there's a lot of money at stake you know we're, we're talking about five ten twenty thirty million dollars depending on the asset and you know the banks the banks feel that you know it's risky you know building these after a certain price point it's a risky deal if the market fluctuate 10 or 20 percent yeah all the i mean dude let's talk about it does it ever happen where the deals are done it's built and then, oh, it flops like no one buys the home does it ever happen when the whole deal uh, say that again i'm sorry to the point where the property is built and for some reason it just flops and no one buys it. I mean, does that, is that, that just seems like a rare thing. Well, I'll give you, I'll give you a real example right now. So, so you guys can, you can actually look up the property that we just completed. So if you just Google a uh, nine, four, five, nine, Beverly Crest drive, nine, four, five, nine, Beverly Crest drive. So you can Google that and you put a Crest drive. You could put a, um, you can put Sally Forrester Jones, like she's, she's our listing agent on the property, um, but you'll see a list in there. So this is a, we just, just completed this a few months ago and just put it on the market literally a few months ago. So this, this situation, so we've had it on the market for less than 60 days. And, and, you know, we have a lot of equity in the property, so it might not sell at this price here. So we have it at 10.9, right? Now, the market, you know, if you're looking at the different, you know, there's, there's, uh, there's been some drops, you know, in LA just in general, dropping sales, dropping different things. So I don't know where this is actually going to end up on sales wise, but since I have my formula there that we use, you know, we're, we're basically 
almost at 100% cash on cash without financing and everything else, but just the pure numbers, we have 100, almost 100% cash on cash return on equity. So, so let's you know, we're, it's yeah. about eighty percent cash out. Let's say, break it down before because I think people who are listening right now are gonna be like, "Whoa, this man!" This let's break it out. Let's break it out. 60. And now they're like, they're like, "Wait a minute, cash on cash." They're talking <laughs> asset base. They're like, "I don't really." I, uh, yeah, cool. yeah, sorry. You know? So, so break it down for everybody so they can they can get it, dude. So, so basically, um, basically, when I say cash on cash, we. I'm in this property for about six million dollars. Just hard, co- so six million dollars. That's the, the land and all the construction costs, not including financing and everything else. So, so at six million, and then and then our resale value right now is eleven million. So if we divide those numbers, that gives us that um, our return on it. So so it's you know, and the cash on cash. When I say 100 percent, that means um, if it, if it's 100 percent cash on cash, it means I mean double what I the money that was spent into the property. So we, we right now we're in about it for six and the resale value is at 11. It's almost 100%. So it's almost, 100. almost, you know. Is that typical? Exactly. And, that, and, and that's the number. So um, it, it, it's, it is difficult It is difficult to find so that, but the great thing about development five, is that five, we're cherry five picking, point, right? $5,450,000 into this deal. Yeah, yeah. When it when it's about okay. six million at, at now, about six million, um, without you know financing costs, and that's it's just, and that's the land know, acquisition. That's where the, the six the million dollars in the, deal. the the labor, and and land land and land and land acquisition, land and construction, which you can be found in the book Billionaire. That's land the formula. On so Amazon. now. Exactly, and now say the market turns twenty percent, right? So let's say this thing, let's say it's ten percent drop um, of eleven million. That would be what about like a million bucks or so. So we're still at ten. We still have a huge amount of protection. Like how can you be like, all right? I mean, is that just is that just the margin that's available once you do that, or is this like you're 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 up in the market at that point? Um, you know, the, the, what gave me the, the, the to do this was really seeing, okay. seeing, a, uh, seeing my friend do it. What, once, once I saw someone else that there was okay. possible, I knew I had no limits and, and I still operate that way to this day because I know what, I know what can be done. So like uh, working with rage, I mean, we're working every single day to, we're, we're, we're working on more, do, do more of these, you know, every day we're out there, but we have to we have to cherry pick because if, if the property doesn't fall within our formula, we're gonna fail. And like you said, it's gonna sit on the market and we're gonna lose money. So we really have to stick to that formula because we need that protection. The more profit there is in a deal, I don't look at it as a profit. I'm looking at it as that's my my protection. This is my, almost my, impossible that's to my, my, my backup deal, though, in case like, the market turns. That, and that's that's it. That's the whole. That's the whole goal. When you get in these deals, you want to look and say, "I can't lose," because if it drops ten percent, right. if it drops twenty percent, if it drops thirty percent, I'm still, I'm still going to pay off my investors. And that's how you always want to think. It's just, I want to protect the capital because, let's say you you make, you know, whatever you make, it's still a profit. You, you're not, you're making a profit, and and your investors are happy. How long and the money's protected. You give, you and you give that money back. 
Um, these, so everyone is a bit different. These bigger deals take more time. So I think it's in relation to the, the property or the asset that you're looking at. So in this case, you know, it's going to take 24 months minimum, you know, to, to build 18 to 24 months. So that's just to build the thing. And then you're going to need okay. another up to 12 months to sell it. Sometimes you get lucky and okay. you can pre-sell it. Um, so this could be know, up to a three-year plan. So on these bigger play. deals, three-year plan. And then okay. if it's really big, it could be a five-year plan. So, so you got to give yourself that room, and and you got to give yourself that room. If it's a small deal, like if you're doing these fix and flips, which is also very lucrative, I mean, it could be. Yeah, they're going to give you twelve sure, months. Sure. No problem. They're give you twelve months on those. Yeah, and you and like you said earlier, is really the what the goal of this. You want to set yourself in a position where, you, where it's so ridiculous you can't lose, because when you when you see those numbers, you you, you get and that one confidence. Of the, You're like, you know what? I'd like to I can do this. As well. there's, there's, one of the cool things about what we and do one of the cool, no I'd like to offer something limits. as well. We are putting offers. One of the cool things about what we do well. is we have it's wherever no the numbers make sense. We are putting offers in Miami as well. It's wherever right? the numbers make sense. Right? Exactly. Yeah, dude. So there's no cap. There's no geographical cap on this. You can literally just pull up anywhere on the planet. <laughs> Let's be real. And just make <laughs> this and make this happen. So I don't care what country you're in, dude. You can be in you can be in another country. That's right. than this because you might be. Absolutely. So don't get discouraged if you're across the country. My boy Raj is from Brazil. You can make this happen absolutely. in Brazil. You can make this happen anywhere you are. So don't be upset right. if you're not in America or in California or Beverly Hills, right? It, 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 that's not the excuse here, that, you know? And then, you know, and then, and then what, dude? You know, like, and then you what, dude? Again. Five years, you do, you got five years. You focus on one. You pray that it works. There's no way you can lose. And then you just do it again. Mm -hmm. And you, you do it again. And, and you don't wait, so, so, during those five years, you're 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 doing more. Now, quick question. You just keep going. Quick now, question. you know, depending on Do the you ever raise the price yeah. of your initial listing, or is that unheard of? Um, once you once you're listed, so this is let me tell you what happened to to my property. So when we initially started this deal, we did our numbers at six million dollars. So this is so so we thought. This was like in 2014. So what, what happened between 2014 and now, the property doubled in value. So so we actually, when we started, we thought this property was gonna sell for 6 million, but the market took this that's to a little, whole other level. Way. Now, someone right. would say, well, like, how, how is that possible if you spend 6 million? Well, the construction, so the, you know, the market, you know, the free market is uh, smart. So as the, the home prices go up, everything increases. Materials increase, labor costs increase. So Wait, let's say right now the deal that you got on the market that hasn't, you know, it's been up for 60 days and you know, it's going to sell in the next, you know, uh, 10 months for sure. Way before that, I'm sure. Let's just say, mm -hmm. though, wherever that is, right, Louis and Rage, wherever that is, let's say some mega metropolis shopping center is built or something of that nature, a hospital, could that, that could then affect the value of your property. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely, um, it could, but it might not. Yeah, it could affect it. I mean, even the market conditions. And, and that's not like a big point. It's just like a yeah. Small and and that's what you want to. 
Yeah, that, and you want to and you want to have that mentality. You want you want to look for these reasons, like what can affect this, and that's why it comes back to the to the formula when you're buying. See, the nice thing about real estate development that's different about just real estate in general, you have all the in front of you before you make the decision, right? Because you you have an appraiser that's going to evaluate the land for you. You have real estate agents going to tell you what the future values. You have contractors that are going to tell you the cost. So you basically have this giant it's, equation. It's like, a, the it's like you're playing with the little, little number at the bottom, and it's like, all right, this is gonna work. That That's it. it. Yeah, and you have all the information in front of you, so you shouldn't fail, right? You you shouldn't fail because you know you you, you have to take your time to make sure that well, that's it, your formula sure. is correct. So if your formula is correct from the beginning and you stick to it, for sure. Now, you're gonna, and then you talk about Andrew. You talk about Tony. You know, are there any other mentors that you had in this man? Anybody else that you wanted to give a shout out to? Anybody else that you are closely connected to, or anything like uh, that you want to attribute your success to? Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, these were these were really. Um, I mean, look, in the in the in the when I was starting in these early days, you know, Sperry Vaness, right, okay. um, Sperry Vaness, uh, and the, the gentleman I worked with there, his name is Kamal Scarham. He was incredible, um, that guy, and he he really instilled like the the discipline that I that I he didn't, that I got, you know, and, and how to call these guys up. Um, but the training there was great, and and then with the fearlessness, you know, and, and really just having the 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 audacity and to go out there and, and do this with nothing, um, that really came from seeing seeing it live from Tony and Andrew, just actually seeing someone do it. Um, and being next to them, you know, being next to them, going to their offices, going to the city, doing the, just seeing it live. That that really, that really was the turning point because if you don't see it, it's not real to you, you know? Another thing I wanted to add, on my book, I actually have my personal cell phone number there because, you know, it comes back to this, like actually believing it and seeing how it works. Like, like if, like, there's a lot of books out there, like they'll give you information or you'll see some stuff, but you can never connect with these guys, right? Some of them you can or not, but but I really think you know a big part of it is actually having someone you know connecting with that person and seeing what it, what what's what what are their holdups you know or what what are what are they lacking what do they need to build up so they can go out and accomplish their dreams their real estate dreams you know or whatever entrepreneur dreams out there and and that's something where you know where I want to work towards in the future is where I can actually show people live you know how just the whole process because no one sees you calling you know hundreds of agents every day and just getting thousands of notes you know you're calling the you're calling the lenders and they're just laughing you off the phone you're going to the property with the contractors and they're like dude you're not going to build this thing why, why, why am i here dude, let's know? talk about that though. Um, let's talk about that even man, the agent that's huge i think that's something we should not be taking lightly is the, the grind part of it dude like the, the persistence no. like this might not just i mean this might not happen overnight for you guys like this man lewis rios has been working Oh, <laughs> oh it, it, it won't be overnight. You know, this is something where you got to be committed. I mean, you you have to be committed. I mean, the the worst, the wor the the I think this property actually, this this actual property was, man. I I uh, so I went to go when I went to go see this property. Um, the agent came to the property and then he says, "I'm bringing the contractor. He can go over all the details." So, and I'm telling you, I, I was up front, you know, and that's one thing you always want to be transparent when you're doing these deals. So you don't ever have to fluff yourself up. You never have to say, you know, you have more money than you do. You just be straight up because the truth is going to come out anyways. And, and that's how I actually 
somehow made this deal happen. So I went there, I told the agent, I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna get an asset-based loan. I'm gonna get a loan against the property. I don't have I don't have any money to put in the deal. Uh, and this is how I'm gonna do it. And and then I had the contractor there, you know, the, the contractor was there, he was listening. And as soon as the agent heard it, he's like, and, and then I said, I said, I'm gonna I wanna put an offer. And he's like, look, man, you're wasting my time. I'm getting out of here. Don't even call me again. Right. So he he gets in the cars, hops away, and the contractor, he's like, hey, hold on, hang out with me for a little bit. And it turned out that he was actually the owner of the property. Wow, twist. And, and, and he told me the most golden words. He's like, hey, I really appreciate your honesty. And he says, I'm a builder, but I'm a, I'm a developer. You know, I, I build homes. I, I started, that was my trade, being a contractor. And, and, then, and then I started building houses. And he says, I know exactly what you're doing. I'm going to support you. And, and then, so then we, and then I told him my plan, he says, I'll help you out. Let me know if you need to call the lenders with me, whatever help you need on there. He says, but if I get another offer from someone else, I'm, of course, I'm going to sell it if you can't buy it. I said, dude, just give me the chance. And, and that's where the honesty came in, you know, and, but being on the grind, like you said, because I went there, you know, I, I took it and, and, and that was, you know, and I had tons of these meetings going there getting the nose, getting the nose, getting no the nose, but no one sees that part, you know, no one sees that. And, and, and you're going to go through that. Hey, you're going to have to go through 10,000 no's. Yeah. Like, let's just get, get all that gym. out of the way it's, so that when we, no one's gonna hide, dude, but let's just get all that out yep. the way so that, so that right away, you know what I mean? Because yep. as soon as you're ready to accept that, take the full accountability for what you're about to endeavor, then that's it. Just that's it, dude. It might take you absolutely. Like it. it might take you a thousand calls. It might take you ten thousand calls. But I mean, dude, I, who would you make ten thousand phone calls to make let's see, six million dollars, five, four, three, two million, even one million dollars? I would. I know a lot of people that would. I know a lot of people would do a lot of things. <laughs> so my man's making this beautiful legal real estate money, and it's one hundred percent cutting edge. It's a beautiful time to get into the marketplace if you're thinking about doing something like Lewis's and I want to ask you man because you got the book billionaire land developer and you got everyone so intrigued you got the formula just what would you say man would be the first step for somebody or, or what would you say is some general advice to move forward so that the, so to, to start to start a real estate development to do something like you man if, if, if you you might be somebody's hero after this podcast yeah, so, man. absolutely so i think the first step i mean i you you have to get you you have to get uh, clear on, on on what you want to do so let's say it's going to be real estate development so so once you let's say you okay i'm going to do real estate development you want to you want to educate yourself like you have to you want to educate yourself and, and you don't have to be an, this is another thing. You don't have to be an expert, like, like you don't have to be a super expert on everything. So you want to, you always want to, you always want to say, okay, I need to learn these things. But if you can reach out to someone that has the knowledge, you can just bring them in part of your team. So you want to, you want to network. So the first thing you just, just, just say, okay, so you want to build a house. So you say, okay, I'm going to build this house. You want to get a, make a checklist. Just get a simple checklist and you have everything you need to make that house a reality. So if you say you need a contractor, just write down contractors. You need money? Okay, I need to find the money. Um, I need to find the land. I need to find an agent to sell it. You know, I need to find someone to help me do, the basics. Uh, to review the contract. The basics, write so it down. So you just make a list of everything. I love it. And then, 
write it down and break it down. Write it down and break it down. Because if you don't know every step in the process and you don't know what you're looking for, you can't find it. And then and then you can't have any fear to go ask for what you need. So right. like like you need to find the land. So you start calling around. Hey, how do I find land? You call the agent. Hey, I'm looking for this. And then you just That's start right. checking every box off. And eventually you build a house. Dude, I just, I just built the house I mean, in my mind. That's what I did. That's exactly wow. what I did. That, that, and that's how you get started. Just make the list, and then you just take each each task one at a time. You just keep going one by one, and you're gonna do it. You know, one might one task might be more difficult than the other, but you start chipping away at it, and and then you start learning through every call. They're like, okay, um, they say I don't qualify because of this, or this doesn't work. You know, you just start writing everything down. The reasons no, and you start finding the solution. What are some reasons that, that you hear from lenders that they're like no? So the, the biggest thing everyone's going to tell you, and, and this is another thing, uh, this is another key, key nugget here, and it's actually in the book, is you want to get your information from someone who's actually do, done and doing what you're trying to do. So my biggest thing is when I would go to the lenders, it says, they'd say, well, show me your financial statement. I said, okay. They're like, you don't have any money. How are you going to get this deal? I'm like, well, that's, I said, I see that, well, I need to know what you're requiring of me. And then I will I will figure out the rest. That's what I that's what that would be my comeback to them. I said, and, and now it's the biggest thing. Now, a lot of them want to see you put money out of your pocket. They want to see that you have some risk in the deals. So 99% of these lenders are gonna say, well, they're gonna want to see how are you gonna make the payments? Where's your skin in the game? When they say skin, how, what what how much money are you coming into the deal that you're gonna risk? And and then what's your experience? These were the three. These were my problems. Skill, money, and experience. experience building anything. Yeah, that skill, money, experience, and I didn't have any of that. So, so now what made what gave me the confidence to go out and, and still go forward without that? And the the first gentleman, Andrew Hanna, a lot of the conversation, he's like, he's like, Luis, he's like, he's like, if you don't, if you just have to find the experts for the stuff you don't know. Just like Henry Ford, he repeated me the exact same thing that Henry Ford said. Have an expert. Have an expert. So then I, the lender, I said, I said, lender, look, you are not a builder. I'm not a builder, but I have a builder on my team, and he's built hundreds of homes. So that's not a problem. And then we'd we'd go to the next one, you know, we'd, and we'd just start, you know, we'd just start overcoming each objection. So, so you got to be, you have to have a real open mind that when the lender says. Uh, you need X requirements. It doesn't necessarily have to be you. It could be someone on your team. Ooh, key. You know, so you, you think people find... who start off just have a team? Yeah, you you start individuals that will fill those gaps that you can't delegate you the can't. work because otherwise you'll just be overwhelmed. And you find some more experts. When you're building a real estate development, you're creating a business. You're creating wealth for for many people. Uh, this house in particular in Beverly Hills, we've been. We were building it for about three, three and a half years. You know, we've had like 50, 60 different trades on the property. You know, the contractor's been making money for four years. The lender's getting interest payment for four years. We have a whole economy going on. So- Do you so, want to touch on so, that anymore when you say that? Like, what do you mean by that, dude? Because that so sounds fancy. What, what, um, it, agent and for the seller, the, 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 the guy who sold us the property, he actually, he actually put the money into the property behind us and he was building his home and he created more jobs on his project. Then we started, we, we had to get the guys to, 
to to grade the dirt you know we so the construction workers so there's all these trades that have to go on the house and we created a whole economy you know we, we put five billion dollars into construction that went into the la economy that's amazing so See, that's remarkable jobs. you're creating jobs you're creating positivity the, the piece of land um, the piece of land there was just just this big ugly mound and now it's like when you drive on the street, you see this beautiful home. It fits in with the neighborhood. So we changed the whole dynamic of that neighborhood. And all the property values around us actually have gone up. So it went up, Pod. And the, and the house across from us, it gave them the confidence to actually do their plans and permits because we were building already. And the guy next to us, too, he started building. So we created a lot of, you know, you, we, we, we affected. Keep it up with the Joneses. Positive, exactly. And we, it was a positive effect in the whole community. And that's what you're doing with these developments. And you're creating value in so many ways. And not only like a profit for yourself, but mm-hmm. you're actually impacting many, many, many different trades and many people out there. Wow. And every time I you see a lot of these, these right? Uh, yeah. You're doing it over again. Luis, every how many, time, dude. Luis, how many people do you think you employed on your first development project in Beverly Hills? I mean, there's, there's way over 50. I mean, we're probably like between 50 to 100 people. You know, over four years. Just over four years. And, 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 and so Amazing. many different trades. There's a lot of them at the, uh, not here, the Corona Del Mar. Over yep. by uh, Inspiration Point. Over here down by Newport Beach. Tons and tons of developments. Such a beautiful area. And it's just so incredible, some of these. Yeah, and you want to start looking at it. So now when you're driving by these each development, you, you can actually, you want to like, you, you can visualize the impact it's having in people's lives. You're like, wow, this guy, these guys are, you know, it's not only are they building something there, but it's impacting so many people. All the other 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 uh, uh, parties involved are being impacted in a positive way. Yeah. So, so let me ask you this, man, Luis. Quick question, Luis. What would you say is the hardest part about all this, though, man? Like, what is the most difficult? If you had to say there's one part about it, the, the most difficult you know, is the most difficult part about it all. Yeah, the, the most difficult is is that is your internal uh, when you're getting these no's, that doubt, that self. Having you're starting with no record with nothing just coming out into the world with nothing and you're you're trying to start this endeavor it, it just is is having that self uh, motivating and but when you start getting that 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 resistance from the world and breaking through that resistance and not not caring what what not caring what anyone's saying to you or the you know just you just keep getting you get the feedback and then you get better you get the feedback and you get better and that's where the hardest part is because a lot of times you get the resistance and it knocks you down and, and you don't get back up. And that's really, I think the hardest part is when you're when you're trying to build that momentum and just go forward in spite of anything, in spite of whatever's being told to you, in spite of what you do or don't have, you know? You gotta look at what you do have and what you can put together. So you can't look at what you don't have. You have to say, okay, look, look what, can, what can I do? How do I put it together, you know? And that's that's the hardest part is getting that engine moving. Because once you have you have your checklist, and you, you called a thousand times, and it, and they're, they're like, no, 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 you're you're crazy, you're out of your mind. Boom, you get the thousand and one call. He's like, I've been waiting for you. I have the money waiting for you. So you should have called me sooner. Could have done more deals. 
and and, and 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 we've had we've had calls with that with with rates we've had it we, we we have calls with that with lenders where we're going and looking and looking in and they're like hey we can do this for you where you been wow so so that's the hardest part yeah. is, is going through that going going through the nose and going through the self-doubt and until you get to until you find the the positive feedback where someone else is saying hey i know what you're trying to do i'm going to help you when you get that positive feedback that's what you that's where you want to get to and, and until you get to that point it's so difficult you got to have the mental toughness gotta have the mental toughness you gotta just go all in because i mean quitting is not going to get you anywhere sounds like and you got to believe in yourself dude because yeah. everyone listening you guys know this it's like how are you going to walk into a bank or how are you going to contact a lender if you are coming from an energy where you don't even have the belief in yourself they're not going to believe in you they're not going to believe in the deal they're not going to give them that's right funds so it all starts with you like straight up so keep that in mind Luis has just told you, you know, the hardest part, and this man has had a lot of success. The hardest part is just the, keeping the internal move, motivation. It's not going to be anything external. You know, it's all, it's all possible in this world for you to have and do. So stay strong, stay headstrong. Now, this actually takes me into, you know, my next question for you, Luis, it's like, dude, you got all this going for you right now. And everyone who's listening is really stoked. And they're actually wondering, you know, where they can follow you. And I'm sure, you know, we'll, we'll get to that in just a second. But before we do that, man, like, what are you planning for the future? You know, what, as far as your goals, you know, in relation to the de development and, and just your grand vision? So in regards to the development, I mean, we're actually, um, it, it's actually in process as we speak. So uh, we have the one asset right now in Beverly Hills. I mean, I want to go uh, bigger. You know, I want to keep expanding. Well, that's going to sell. Boom, dude. That's, yeah, that deal's already my done, limits. bro. I want to push my limits. Yeah. So I'll tell you what I've been doing and to push myself because, see, once you have a formula, I mean, it's it's like anything. Like if you say you have a, 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 a restaurant and you, you sell that one food item, you know, you can sell it a thousand times. You know, and you can sell, maybe you can sell at $10, maybe you sell something at $1,000. You know, you want to see more what you can stretch. So right now, yeah. this, this property is $11 million. So so I know myself, I could have probably done 10 of those, right? 10 of those properties. Um, and and I just maybe I had to do 10, 20 times the amount of energy, right? Um, just now, now I'm like, you know what? I need to put more energy, more effort, and I just got to go, I got to go and take more notes. I got to get myself in the marketplace and stretch myself. So now I said, I said, if I can do an $11 million deal, why can't I do a $100 million or a $50 million deal? So that's actually what me and Rage are working on right now is look, targeting these, these assets that seem astronomical and out of reach. We're just calling them up. I, I had a call with uh, with the group. I'm not uh, with the group um, here in LA. They had a, they have a big piece of property, and you know it, it was owned by a bank. Uh, it was owned by a bank, and I said, you know what? Let me just call them up. And this is a hundred and fifty million dollar piece of land. Yeah. You know, so I just said, you know what? Let me just call them up and see if I can make a deal. And and we we got a hold of the CEO. Um, you know, we, we had a little conversation. I don't know if they'll go anywhere, but but I stretched myself, you know? 
So, and, and, and that's where that's we're at. That's about, so just putting now, yourself out there. Putting myself out there. So, you know, I, I really feel that that now I just, you know, I'm going to keep going, I'm going to keep specializing in these, in, in the luxury and the luxury niche and, and keep going after these assets. And I'm also going, like the Rage said, in other states because it's like, you, you can do this anywhere in the world. It's once you have the formula, it, it's you're buying low and you're selling high. It's the same, the formula never changes. You know, you're, you're, you're getting in at a low price and you're reselling at a high price. And that's, and that's, and that's all business is, right? That's what business that's right. is all about. And, and, and that's, what, that's what we're doing. And you can do that anywhere in the world once you have that formula. I mean, if you go, if you go, uh, it could be any, any country, you know, if you're, you're in it for, if you're in the property for, for, for 50% of the value, and you're reselling it for 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 double. You're going to make money without a doubt. Without a doubt, and, that, and that's where I'm at right now. You know, we want to. We're st- I'm stretching myself. We're we're going after properties people don't think are possible. And the reason I'm doing that is 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 because when I started, it was the same way. Everyone's telling me no. It was telling me it's not possible. You know, I'm I'm, I'm playing small, trying to trying to get these trying to get these hundred thousand dollars or two hundred thousand dollar deals i'm just getting all the doors slamming in my face and then i and then it's what we said we want to get we want to go where we have the lowest risk for the highest value and i see that in this um in this luxury space there's there's pockets where uh, a lot of individuals won't even look at the deal because the numbers are too big they're so big and they're like where am i going to get the money to finance this where, where how am i going to build this like who's going to take me seriously and that for me is opportunity. When there's fear, that means a lot of people are not, are not going in there. And I want to go in Dude, there. That's what that's, the House of Wealth Show is all about. I mean, where we see problems, you know, we're more, we're, where you guys see problems, we see opportunities. Like, we, we, we don't see the problem. That's not that's a right. problem. That's, that's an opportunity. opportunity. That's right. Let's flip the script. And, and that, that to me, I think is a huge, a huge opportunity it is going after these these deals that others feel that can't be done. I think Never that's done. another reason like you see these huge developers having a lot of success. They're looking at deals that most people can't even fathom. And because there's no one playing, there's no one trying. That's just what the average person's thinking. And you're yeah. just thinking above average. You're thinking above the average norm, the above the mean. You're just thinking outside of the box. I mean, did you come across a lot of people in this space? Like, is it difficult? Like, is it difficult when it comes? It doesn't seem like you have much competition. It just seems like a numbers game, where as opposed to who's getting, who's going to give me the money for the deal. Like, it's not like you got to compete. You, you hit it on. You, you that that's exactly right. And, and, and with me and Rage talk about that, like we really don't have competition. There's not. We're we're playing a game against ourselves right now. As, as can we put these? Can we put the recipe together and take down the asset? And that's really the game we're playing right now. Is is we're hunting for these pieces um, and, and and getting that asset. So so we're looking at a piece, and then we have all these. these again, we're back to the checklist. Hey, we need, we're missing the X Y Z. Can we get X Y Z to make this deal happen? You know, and there's other factors. There's time. There's this and that. But that's the game we're playing. We're, we're it's against ourselves. That's amazing. Tell everybody right, man. Tell everybody where you can be found on social media, on the internet. So you go um, on Instagram. It's uh, Luis Anthony Rios. 
on my face on the Facebook I have it's billionaire land developer uh, page I also have the website billionairelanddeveloper.com um, it's going to go to the Facebook page but I'm updating the site so basically once you I'm working on the, I'm finishing up the videos where I'm going to have uh, for every chapter a video a live video review is just included and it goes a little deeper into each section you also obviously have my my cell phone numbers there so you can contact me and go into a little deeper there and, and we also have infillconstruction.com i don't know if there's any other sites rage yes i would say in infill.construction and that's amazing so that's I you guys can reach out to them i l dot construction and there you have it so it's been a pleasure taking all this knowledge in and I'm actually excited about it and thinking maybe we could do a joint venture or something because I'm I'm hyped about the idea myself. I love real estate. I know everyone listening, going back to the beginning, loves real estate. And if you don't love real estate, you should love real estate. I, now, I, feel, the same, I feel the same way as you. And I wanna, I'm going to just put this out here. You know, there's there's uh, there's some, you know, I'm just putting my thoughts out here. There's something that, that I haven't really seen. Maybe it's been done or attempted before, but... You know, there's a lot of these uh, like real estate meetups and a lot of these real estate things. And I think I always felt like the biggest missing point is that everyone comes to these meetups or these real estate events and they all, we all have the same goal. We want to, we want to, we want to go there and either learn or, or find a deal or do something. And the part that's missing is that if everyone in that room got together and focused on that goal together, probably get a deal done right because someone may know someone with a piece of land someone may have the credit and another person might have some cash right and then another guy could be a contractor so you know that might be something you know we could discuss in the future is having said you know kind of like a big mastermind like that and you just put all the resources together because that's really what it comes down to is you put these resources together and a lot of times you don't realize that you have the resources right in front of you like it's all around you Right. Next thing you know, you got, you know, 40 people in the room and you got 40 deals put together. There you Let's go. talk about it. I love it, man. I love it. I mean, I'll tell you, man, I could, because I love real estate, I could probably, just, I could probably keep this conversation going. Like, I mean, how are you doing on time on, on your end? And Rage, how are you doing on time on your end? You guys hanging out there? We're good. I'm good. We're, we're good, man. You guys, if you're loving this, drop a comment, drop a like. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Make sure you hit us up via email if you have any questions. I wanted to say something, too. This is Rage now. I've been working with Luis for the past five to, five to six months. And, you know, we're making offers on multi-million dollar piece of, pieces of land in Beverly Hills and high-end areas of L.A. And we're talking about doing this is an entrepreneurial venture where it takes two, three years to get paid. Right. So this is something that it takes a lot of effort for a long-term payout. And I'm so committed to this because for me, I just love real estate. I love real estate development. It's just, uh, it's just tangible. Like you create, you're creating something, you're building something and at the end of your efforts, there's something that remains behind you. And I think there's just something really beautiful about that to me. And that's very poetic. Thank you. And I'm so, <laughs> that's true. 
and I'm so committed to this. And I, I think what I'm trying to say here is whatever you want to do, you got to commit. Like, there's a guy out there making a lot of money on the internet because he or she is committed. Luis is about to make a lot of money as a real estate developer because he's been committed for 18 years, you know, for, for the last 40 years that he's been building this house. So for me, one example that I'd like to share is I'm so committed to this that I basically dropped everything to work on going full-time into development with Luis. You know, I'm not even working in solar anymore, which is something that I've, that I've done for the last three years. This is all I want to do. And so I think for somebody listening in, if that's something that interests them, I would say start listening to podcasts like this, start reading the books, read Billionaire Land Developer, and decide what you what you want to commit to. Decide what what are you, what your passions are, what you think you you can make money at, and what you think you you really like to do, and just commit to it. And you know it's and you're gonna find success at some point. That's what I like to say. You know, they're not just gonna listen to this podcast and do a development deal all of a sudden. It's not, it's easy, but it's not that simple, I guess, right? You know, somebody really is gonna do something like this. They need to commit first and they need to put in the thousands and thousands of hours. I mean, I would love to, I would love to, from now on, what Luis and I wanna do is every phone call that him and I have, we wanna put it on a CRM. We want to record our conversations to be able to go back and listen to them, but also to be able to tell how many hours are we talking a day, a week, a month. Because Luis and I talk for two, three hours a day on the phone every day. <laughs> and like, we're not getting, we're not getting paid for that. You know, it's, nobody's telling us, nobody's forcing us to do that. That's something that we're doing because we're chasing our passion, we're chasing our dreams. And, you know, the Malcolm Gladwell, what he said about 10,000 hours is, is really accurate. So I would just like to say that while this is something that uh, real estate development is something that's not rocket science, really anybody with um, common sense can do it. Even starting at no money down, it's possible. But you need to put in the work, you need to put in the hour, be 100% committed. Without a doubt. And... I think it goes for most people that anything worth really having is going to take some time. Like Rome wasn't built in a day. Like Rome was in an entire region. I'm sure it took years for that thing to be built. I don't know the, the time frame. I mean, but, but, but the, the point I'm making is like, you know, and, you know, you guys are over here tripping off of commitment like if you're not committed to a three to five year play hey then go then work nine to five mm-hmm. you know and like that's it dude like people my listeners know the deal man like we're gonna keep it 100 percent times plus you're gonna need to put in the time you're gonna need to put in the hours hey maybe you'll get a deal because somebody was just ready for it. I mean, yes and no. It's it, it could be, it could be whatever you want it to be. I mean, you guys just have to realize, like, it's not a it's not a fairy tale when people are doing these developments. Look around, there's buildings and houses all around you. Que- question is, like, true. 
Do you remember building Lincoln Logs when you were younger? Yeah. Do you remember building stuff with Legos? Absolutely. Now, yeah. have you ever played Monopoly? Yeah. Like, this is, this is, this is, this is for everybody who's, because, dude, I'm telling you, man, a lot of people just don't even have, man, this didn't even 90, realize. 90% of all wealth like, in America you, has been made in real estate. And that's going to continue to happen. I mean, I've heard, I've heard recently from somebody that, you know, I don't even know the numbers. I'm just going to throw out a number, like a random number. I think somebody told me, and this is a guy that's in the construction industry. He's like, a certain a certain percentage of trillion, trillions of dollars in America, like a certain percentage of the GDP in America is from the construction industry. So that just goes to like whatever the number is. It just goes to show us that the majority of the money coming in and circulating in the United States is in the construction real uh, industry and real estate connected combined so there's a lot of money to be made in, in construction and i've seen that firsthand just being uh and you're in, you're in, in solar in solar panels too henry we're in the solar industry just when i got started in this industry two years ago and uh, being a partner at a company i just saw how much money there was in uh this these type of trades you know i thought um i didn't know it was that much money involved in in selling solar panels for example so you can only imagine in the construction industry and uh it's it's very it's a very profitable venture and i think for me that's one of the things that attracted it to me i've always been interested in money in making a lot of money but um i just realized at a young age that i i would have to do it in something that i really really loved because we spend 80 percent of our lives at work and you, you just got to do something that you enjoy and uh when I, when I met Luis at a chance meeting really last year around July, um, it was really, really incredible. We went, we went to his property, he showed me a tour of his house in Beverly Hills, and he broke down the numbers for me, you know, what he what it took to build, what he's gonna sell it for. And I was just seeing these numbers, you know, multiple millions of dollars in, in profit involved. So I'm like, wow, that's amazing. And that's what that's why I've been involved in it. And, I, you know, this this is what I'm doing for the rest of my life. And while it's gonna be, it's not gonna be easy. Um, I'm I'm willing to go for for a couple of years of quote unquote struggle or not, you know, making money in the short term for building skills for something that I, that I can do for life that I want to do. I mean, look at LeBron James, look at Kobe Bryant, look at Michael Jordan, look at any of these great athletes look at the greatest speakers the tony robbins and the gary v's and the grand cardones and the les browns and whoever you want to name look at some of the biggest brands they've all put in the work Mm -hmm. they've all become great by putting in the work you can, I mean, dude, you can go and do the deal one time and say you built the house and but i mean does that make you a developer (laughs) No, no, not at all. Right? <laughs> My man Luis is chimed in no. quick with that. No. <laughs> so let's just make it clear. This is this is not a hobby. Yeah, you gotta be fully committed. Like you're like you're, like you're saying this, this is a full commitment. This is a full commitment, man. I love I love it. I love the energy, you know, and it's people like this that make the world a better place because while there's the consumers the mass majority of people out here 
massive population just consumers. They consume more than they produce. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely right. If you're able to, if, if you're, I mean, dude, I mean, that's, that's, I'm not even gonna argue. There's no argument. Dude. I think people know this. Like, dude, the, the thing that my man Luis is doing, the thing that Rage Mello is doing, and guess, guess what? I'll probably do it too. I'll probably, I'll probably get into development someday too. I might Absolutely. make it a goal of mine. Because you know what? You, you could do a million different things. The point of this is I was like, guess what? All of us are starting with one thing. It's belief and it's a passion. And if you don't have any of those if you don't have either of those, there's mm-hmm. no point in doing what you're doing. That's right. And I don't like I, that, that. This is the prefix to what I'm about to say. That, that's the preface. Like before, like if you don't even believe or have a passion for what you're doing, I don't know why you don't have any gas in the tank. Yeah. Like, I, I, this is gonna take full motivation and capacity for you guys to take to take on. See. When I talk to people like this, we're not consumers. We're we're producing. You guys see this? You're building. You're, you're providing something for the world, jobs, for the economy, for the geographic landscape. For, it's it's a it's a play. It's history. It's a production, and that's why it's such a marvel. It's a, it's a marvel. It's really what it is, man. And I'm sure an 11 million dollar piece of property is absolutely gorgeous. Like that's like. It's got to be, if anyone listening, if you ever been inside a $11 million property, oh, it's, it's, a, it's exquisite. It's exquisite. I love that exquisite. word. It's exquisite. Yeah. 64, 6,400 square feet. I bet it is. Luxurious. Give us some details. I'm You can sell it over the phone. You might have a buyer on the hotline, man. So, two-story roof. Overlooking Beverly Hills with views of the ocean on a clear day, and um, what else would you say? I mean, this is a it's it's a it's basically almost, it's almost it's, it's impeccable story you got property, and the, we have a we have a rooftop pool zero edge at the top that creates a waterfall coming down to the second deck, and and then you basically have a clear view all the way to the ocean. And, and it faces you know, the sun's coming down. It's suns. You, you can face the sunset. I mean, it's, it's. And then when you're inside the home, um, it, it doesn't feel overly large. It feels really homey. So you have over five bedrooms, six and a half baths, media room. You got an elevator. I mean, every everything you would want. And and you have you have great neighbors. Our actual. I didn't know this at the time, but our neighbor was Paul Allen. He's, his house is two houses down from us. The co-founder of Microsoft. He, he passed away recently, but um, yeah, he, he owns a house, two houses now. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Just, which is mind blowing. I mean, I I, I mean, I, didn't, I had no idea when we when we went to the area. But it's uh, it's it's there. It's possible. Mm-hmm. And then when you, so I mean, it's your world. Anybody's right. playing field. 
No, I was just What's gonna say rage? when you're a developer, you just um, you're just changing the landscape in the face of like we're changing the face of our cities, and you're really impacting people's lives in, in a way that everywhere they go is impacted. Everywhere we go is impacted by real estate. You know, we can't go outside and not see real estate. If you go on an airplane or a helicopter and you look down, you're gonna see a bunch of buildings, be it residential real estate or industrial real estate or commercial real estate. That's it's all it is. And so when you're a developer, you just get to, it's like our playground. We get to see how we can make a profit, obviously doing this, but also how, like what, what area would, would we like to play in residential? Are we going to want to play in a residential neighborhood or a commercial space? And we're like, that's what it seems fun. Like. It, it gets to be a game. And ultimately we just, I, I like the part of being, I've always liked to. I'm 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 a very social person, and I've always liked the the idea of being well known in the city and being you know locally, uh, locally known or like, um, what's the saying go? Like I forgot how exactly what it is. It's like locally known, internationally respected. No, uh, locally. <laughs> I don't even know. It doesn't matter. I just know that I just love real estate because people get to know you in your city, and you know you get to know the mayor. You get to talk to people in the planning commission of the city if you're if you're developing something that's raw piece of land and so you get to interact with society and i think there's no other industry out there that you can really get to know a society like real estate well dude real estate is everything it's like the, it's the freaking air we're breathing in right now like you know what i mean like these people you got the air rights you got the subsurface rights we got like the, the land rights, you know what I mean? So we were talking real estate, like you're saying, dude, it's residential for the listeners. We're talking commercial, which is like plazas and big and businesses, right? People, we're talking about, you can build, I mean, I'm wondering for Luis, like obviously we're focused on what sounds like, obviously, you know, the asset, uh, luxury homes. It seems to be a huge play in these pockets. Now, does that stop to anybody who wants to be somebody who develops parks? No, you can, you can go ahead and develop parts, right? You can develop uh, uh, right apartment units. You can you can take uh, uh, what else could you what else could oh, you develop? Hotels, right? like hotels. hotels. I mean, Bowling you can, you can islands. I mean, look what they're doing in Dubai. They're creating new islands. Islands. <laughs> islands. Airports. There we go. Airport and then Hospital. another aspect. Hospital. It's businesses. Look, look at all the franchises that are coming up. They're, 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 they're changing the landscape of cities. You know, every time a Chipotle or these new franchises pop up, you bring in a whole new demographic of people into that area, and they may just come to that brand. You know, it, it's creating value. You know, and, and that's the thing. Like, like you both were saying, is you you want to focus on being a value creator. And, and when you have that focus and you're applying that logic, but I'm creating value. When you're looking at that real estate deal, how do I create the value? Um, that's that's where you're making these these these, uh, these these huge leaps. And and your focus is right. That's where you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna find the right deals when you're focused on creating value. If you're looking for that quick buck, uh, you know you're you're gonna make mistakes sometimes. It's, you know, you're, 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 you know, you're, you don't have a, you're not really trying to create, you're trying to take. So. Do your due diligence and make sure you guys are completely aware of what you're getting yourself into. It sounds like, because 
the last thing you want to do is end up losing money in a deal or burning a bridge uh, or, or just having something go go the wrong way. Uh, now, Luis, have you ever had anything bad happen yeah, you know, in your career? Anything that you could help Absolutely. So one of the biggest, one of the biggest, uh, you know, comes to the financing, right? So when you're dealing, when you're creating value out there, Others are getting, and you're looking for for the financing to, to create the value when you're creating these projects. Lender, depending what type of lenders there, we're talking about you know hard money lenders that lend on assets. They have more money than, than you do. So some some of them, you know, some of them are out there um, using your your time and energy and expertise to take your properties. I've had you know, I've had situations like that. So. So that's where your team comes in, right? So when when you, when you're going out there, you want to make sure you you have a you, you find you make that checklist of guys that you need. So from from either a real estate agent's attorney, you put a good team together, so so you can avoid these kind of situations. And if you do get in a situation like this where you see someone trying to take advantage of you, um, you know you can easily correct it. You know, and and, and then after a while, you start noticing that. Some of these, uh, some of these type of lenders, let's say, um, they have certain characteristics, or they ask certain things that a normal lender wouldn't ask, um, or they, you know, so you start learning. But but it happens. I mean, it's like like someone sees any major red flag. You know, the the, the most um, ma- major red flag is where where you send them all the information. They can't really give you like if you say, hey, what is the criteria for you to lend me the money? And there's no documentation really, and they really can't explain like what they're, how they lend the money. You know, it's it's not real. Either they don't have the money, or they're trying to figure a way to get the deal from, get the deal, you know, from, from you. And, and and so that's that's the biggest red flag. If someone can't explain how they're going to lend you the money or why they would lend you the money, and and they say they're a real estate lender, that's a huge red flag. And I had that happen to a lot to me is because I'm dealing with the sense of going after bigger properties. There's a lot of lenders out there that don't have the money, but they'll front. They'll say, hey, I can do any size deal. And you'll come in here and what they try to what what, what they'll try to do is pawn it off to someone else. And, and then, you know, you start, they'll tell you that they can get the deal done. You go back to the property owner and say, hey, I'm going to get be able to do the deal. And at the end of the day, it was just, you know, they were just, they were just uh, fronting, you know, they were just making it up just to, just to, just to keep you on the hook until they could figure out what to do with it. So you always, that's one thing I like about Grant Cardone where he says, uh, trust, but ask for proof. You know, it's one of his things that he says, you know, really ask for the proof about everything. So when you're talking to the lender, say, where are you getting your money from? Can you prove to me that you can do this deal? Have you done a deal like this? So you really, yeah. With, with every with every person that you're dealing with, you really want to get get to what's 100 percent clear, you know, and and that's really gonna help, you know, that's the real really gonna help, and and every every person you deal with, you, know, you really you really want to be very clear, and you want the proof that they can actually help you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's out there. But, you know, I love that. I mean, it's, it's like yeah. everything else, you know. It's uh. You know, you, you have the team, you keep going forward regardless, even if you have a situation, you just keep moving forward. You know, you, you're bigger than that, you know? Stop. Definitely, definitely, man. So, 
it's been it's been powerful, man. This has been real powerful. You know, I I didn't even know it was gonna be so heavy. You know, and you got me thinking about it a lot. You got the listeners thinking about it a lot. Uh, basically, what I'm I'm wondering, man, is you know, Luis, do you recommend people to do what you do? Like, would you suggest? I mean, is that is that the message that you want to get across? Is that hey, I can do it, you can do it too. Here's how. Or that's exactly it. Say? So. So, and that's really the basic two in the book. I mean, everything I'm talking about is since I was able to do it, you can do it. I mean, and, and it's, and, and everything's clear. There's no, there's no magic recipe. There's no special formulas. It's actually just, just doing the work and, and getting that checklist of items that you need to, that you need to check off. And, make it feel and, and, and it's just, it's just doing, just asking and calling and doing over and over and you can't give up. And the other thing about it, like you said about it, it's like mentality is you want to be around individuals that have accomplished what you're trying to accomplish. And you want to, you want to, you want to find an individual that's done it in, in your situation. Cause there's a lot of guys out there that they'll say, well, you can do this and that, but, but then you need X, Y, Z. And that's one thing that's different about me is that I've done this with nothing, like literally like no, nothing. And, and everyone can duplicate nothing. And I'm, I'm talking no credit. We're not, we're, we're putting, you know, less than a thousand bucks in the deal. I literally nothing. And a tons of tons of sweat equity, like hundreds, thousands and thousands of hours of sweat equity. And everyone can do that. So, so everyone has time. Everyone can put in the time. You can do the research. You can make the calls and, and don't stop. You got to be relentless. So, and that's basically my biggest message is don't give up. You know, learn learn what you need to learn, but also surround yourself with individuals that have done what you're trying to do, and ask them for help. You know, if that one person won't help you, get another person. But you need to have the you need to have someone around you. Uh, even if it's myself, if you don't know anyone, just call me. You know, just you know, I'm t- talking to you, the listener, everyone. Just you know, you got to find that person that's dealt with. Just call Louis. Call Louis. Call him. Call him. <laughs> yeah. Numbers in the book. And and and. and, and Maybe send a text with the num- name and number because it, you know, but I'll, I'll answer the phone. Yeah. I'm going to screen it. I'm the, I'm just real. So, you know, I mean, because in real life, you know, I got calls like coming real. in. I'm calling people. I'm like, you know, I'm like, I don't, you know, call me up. I'm, I'm like anyone else. And, but that's the biggest thing is, is re- you got to, sometimes you just got to see it to believe it. Like, that's one, when I first met Rage, I said, look, you need to come see this house because there's no way you're going to believe me. No one's going to believe me that, you know, we built this asset with nothing. Just getting on the phones, having that passion, that dream of, of building this house and then figuring it out along the way. But the only reason I had that motivation and passion is because I saw someone else do it. And and they and I saw, seen them do it over and over and over again. Luis, I got so a I question said, for you. Would you say sure. this this strategy that you have, is it just the way to get started or are you going to continue to do the strategy once you have millions of dollars? So it, obviously it will change because once I have uh, more capital, um, I can deploy in more effective ways, but the strategy won't change because anytime that you're, that you're using, that you're using other sources of money than your own, you have unlimited return. So, so if I have, I would have to see which ones, one and one and one aspect. I'm have I have fin- no financial risk, 
So that's going to give me unlimited return. And, and I can do as many of those as possible, as long as it meets the criteria. So, so once I have more capital, the only thing that would change is it might make it a little bit easier if I put, put something in, but I definitely won't be going all in with all my capital on one deal. Mm-hmm. It, it makes no sense because the return is not infinite. It, 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 my returns would be much lower than if I put a little bit here and there and continued with the same program. It would just be easier. You know, it just, it just, it just gave me, I would have, um, I, I could, I could staff 